Salutations, my darling listeners. It's me, the one known far and wide as Vicky Other, voice of the lost, leading you to find inner peace, outer torment, and perfectly adequate limbo. Appreciate the air inside your lungs. Appreciate the air you've not yet taken. Appreciate the feeling of your skin's shell, separating the two. You are not lost. You are listening. From my timeline to yours, this is Radio Other. Today, I'm sponsoring my show on behalf of Soundwaves. You may not be able to see them, but they sure as heck are there. Just like the figure who's currently standing in the corner of your room, watching you. Only there, until you look close enough. However, unlike him, we know what sound waves do. You don't know what he does. I know, but I'm not going to tell you. It ruined the surprise too soon. Ooh, but I want to tell you so bad. Nope. No way, Vicky. We won't spoil the imperceptible figure in the corner game again. Last time you did that, the government kept you in a locked room and questioned you for two weeks. <sighs> I'll let you know, though. It's a really good surprise. <laughs> uh, so, sound waves. What do they do? What do they look like? I found out recently that Billy can see sound waves. And to anyone wondering, they're amazing. They just wiggle. It's like sound, but it wiggles. I could watch those wobbly, wiggly, squiggly, jiggly, acoustic energy propagations for hours. And today, I'm going to watch some very, very special sound waves. As some of you know, once a year, the Uncanny Valley radio station, Uncanny Unplugged, releases its list of the top 20 songs to hit the charts this year. Well, yesterday happened to be the day that those results went up. And while this is usually a talk show, I always love to support the arts and participate in the cultural crisis of man. And what better way to do that than to take the product of thousands of dollars, hundreds of hours, and volumes of pressure and mock it mercilessly. So, I have my laptop, the list of songs, and an unnecessarily large roster of adjectives to use. So let's go! I've always been a bit of a musician myself, so I'll take the liberty of playing a song of my own at the end, if that's alright. I know I don't have the voice for it, and I am certainly not a lyricist, but I think I should be able to take the liberty of permitting at least some torture for all my entertainment. After all, what is beauty without pain? I'm even half-decent at piano. Lizzie plays violin, actually. In eighth grade, I tried to make them perform in the talent show with me as a band. We got matching t-shirts that everyone but me refused to wear, got a slot in the registry, and even managed to have two productive practice sessions out of the 13 I hosted. Unfortunately, the kid before us was an aspiring hypnotist and also successful. By the time our act came up, the entire gym had risen from their seats and were chanting monotone praises of him, arms outstretched. Lizzie, George, Ellie, and I were backstage at the time, so we weren't affected. But it effectively canceled our performance. Eventually, Lizzie managed to pick the lock on the door, leading out of the auditorium into the track. We walked to the Maisie Day's Diner and got milkshakes, cursing the name of Anthony Burton all the way. Those were good days. 
but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the now, the right here. We're talking about music. Now, I've got this little spinning wheel of death that lands on random numbers when I operate it. I'm going to give it a spin and let it pick our fate. Let's give this a go. And 16! Howdy boy, now that's a lovely number. That's actually the same amount of ghosts that haunt the Cecil Hotel, one of the many cursed establishments up in picture. Hopefully no one died while listening to the song. Now that certainly was an interesting one. Do I think it qualifies for the cutted spot, the grand 16th place? No, no it did not. There is no understanding in the music. It is empty, it is hollow. It is the act of breathing without the gentle sigh of living. It is a heart that beats for the rhythm of purpose, not the purpose of lasting. What has been composed here is not sacred. It is a tree with gashes carved through its eyes. It does not see the truth. Why would you make this? Listeners, I have a task for you. Right now, I want you to find a knife. Then I want you to head outside and find a tree. One with eyes. Find the tree's biggest eyes and stab them. Stab them until they are mangled bark and bloody sap. Then with the hilt, carve the words, The truth is not seen. What is sacred is not lasting. Into the mid-trunk. Hopefully this, hopefully this will deliver the message to the music station that we are displeased with their decisions regarding the music charts. I also encourage vicious subtweeting. In the past, I would have disregarded this method as anticlimactic and tedious, but I'm sure you've seen the recent developments in the state of Catalonia, which had been, until recently, in a strenuous civil war on Twitter. Last week, the war finally ended. A string of tweets posted with drafts of the new constitution, an official beheading ceremony of the king done in emojis, and a new government being elected via aggressive Twitter polls. Truly an astounding use of the new world of media. So, moving on. Once again, it is time to spin, to twist the fingers of fate. What number comes next? Who knows? Well, the wheel probably knows. It knows way too much. Let's go. Five. That's an honest to dawn finger looking be held by the eye of Providence five, which correlates to a certain track five on my list, which I will play now. And you will listen, darling listeners. It is your job. Now that might just be my favorite so far. It really manages to blend the genres of indie pop in subliminal human agony. It reminds me of the course I took in sophomore year. It was about audio editing, AV production, that sort of thing. We were given a list of sounds we had to recreate for the exam, then given the equipment to record with. I think I did an excellent job with the 
flesh tearing from bone, symbolic of the agony of cultural shock brought along with transition from childhood to adulthood prompt. I got an A in that class. It was how I knew that my destiny was to continue into radio. Other than, of course, the fact that I was born holding a vintage microphone in my left hand. That also was poetically prophetic. For as accomplished I am as a false prophet, my life is really quite full of poetically prophetic things. I wonder what it means. Perhaps it's symbolic of the cultural shock brought along with the transition from living to dead. That's what the teacher said my submission conveyed more accurately anyway. She was one of my favorite teachers. I just always felt she truly understood what radio meant to me. I love Liz, Ellie, and George more than life. I mean, right, I do. But I never felt they got what this held for me. To them, it was a hobby, a pastime, not a purpose. To me, this is my purpose. So spinny time. What number shall be picked from the pile, thrust to the pyre, into my prying eyes, my unending scrutiny? Well, golly gee, let's see. And drum roll, please. Number nine. Oh, nine is such a good number. It's the square of three, which is the most holy number. As value is not qualifiable, only quantifiable, it is impossible to say whether the best things truly come in threes. However, many spectacular things do fit that bill. The serpents of the apocalypse, the beast, the prophet, and the antichrist. The beginning, the middle, and the end of this universe. Birth, death, and the space where we slide ourselves through the years in between. Ketchup, mayonnaise, and pig's blood, the three holy condiments. A triad, a truth, a trinity, and also the square root of nine, which is the track number we're talking about. So um, um, here we are, darling listeners. she has got to be one of my favorite artists. Sadly, as a way of promoting her upcoming album, has vanished without a trace, presumably changing her name and fleeing the foreign borders. So I can't legally speak of her anymore, or I might risk psychological attacks from the music industry's invisible intelligence agency. The vanish without a trace method has actually become an increasingly popular advertising scheme in the music scene, and I like it. Much less flashy than the whole fake your own death via paid performance art assassins thing from a couple years back. So that's all the songs I have the attention span for. I know I promised to go through all 20, but really, who has the time for that? Other than the timekeepers who literally control time itself, but that's a totally different pay grade than radio host. Anyway, on to the real reason I brought us here. My own musical adventures. Now, I couldn't get a piano in here, which is really a shame. However, I did manage to find some old tape recordings of my first attempts at musical acclaim. So I've set up my player here, and I'm hoping we can get a good taste of my musical expertise through it. So, enjoy, darling listeners. Okay, okay, showtime. 
Hi, I, I mean, hello. This is Vicky Other, which is me. I'm using a tape recorder right now, which I actually haven't used before. Lizzie's grandma let me borrow her old player and some empty cartridges she has. I think those are the right terms. I kind of like the feel of these things, actually. They've got that whole little background hiss sound. It's sort of kind of comforting. Anyway, sorry, I'm like totally rambling. Recently, I found an old white grand piano in the forest. It was in a clearing, the plants under it dead and decayed. Black vines wrapped around the legs, anchoring it down. It was really pretty, and I walked over to take a closer look. W when I sat down, I noticed that across the inner fallboard, the words Cupio di Salvi were scratched deep, black with not with ink, but with rot. I pressed one of the keys just to see, and it worked. I could see the inside of the piano, and I watched this little hammer hit the string, and then the string vibrated all the way down. That's when I heard this voice. Well, maybe not a voice. It was more like a melody, but I understood what words it meant. Like a conversation from another room, but also like music. So I listened, and I was like, what's up with that? And it didn't say anything, so I tried pressing a key again, and the voice was back. It started asking me to play its tune, and I was all like, Hey, man, I can't play piano. I don't even know the first thing about it. So the voice started teaching me. It did this cool thing where it carved those rotten, stained words into the music stand in a loopy, shaky font. It told me what all the note names were and what order to play them in. I, I did that for a while, and since my parents put up new traps in the house to keep me out, I ended up staying the whole night. At least it felt like the whole night. Time doesn't really work super well here. Either way, eventually I had learned basically how to play the piano. At that point, it started carving a score into the stand. I hadn't gone that far, but somehow I could read it anyway, which, like, super weird but also super awesome sauce. I started playing it. It was like this super creepy tune, but also really beautiful. Finally, the song ended, and I saw the black roots start to crawl up the sides of the piano, wrapping themselves around it. I stood up because they were getting kind of close to catching me and stepped away. The roots wrapped around the whole frame and began to pull it down into the earth, the white wood blackening and decaying as it sank. Finally, all that remained was a small box that had fallen off the top. I hadn't noticed it before. I picked it up, opened it, and found a small silver key. Well, well on one end it was a key, on the other end it was split off and shaped like a tuning fork. I took it to the gang and showed it to them, and they were super weirded out. George says he doesn't believe me, because he's got like the whole stoic skeptic thing going on that he's super bad at. Lizzie thinks that it's concerning, but she thinks everything is dangerous. She always says that I'm going to get hurt, which is dumb, because I'm like pretty sure that I can fight God and win. Mrs. Meredith, art teacher, lent me some of the non-barbed wire from the crafts cabinet, so I made it into a little necklace. I think it fits my vibe of constantly overwhelmed by intense imagery. Anyway, so I've started playing the pianos at our school, and I've come up with some funky little melodies and stuff. Oh, this one is actually one that I'm not sure if I made up or not. It sort of came to me in a dream. I had a really bad cold the other week, and one of Ellie's moms practices unethical nursing on top of her job, which is unethical science, so she gave me something to help. <laughs> It got rid of the cold, but I also, I was plagued with visions for the next 48 hours, so I think it might need some refining. I mean, she did say it was one of the ones that was supposed to not actively harm the patients, so, yeah. Anyways, here's what I wrote.
I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were doing stuff. I just... Ellie's softball game starts in a half hour, and I told her that we'd be there. It's fine if you're busy, but I just wanted to... Don't worry, Lizzie. Of course I'm gonna be there. Anything for our friend. We're a team, remember? Count on one. Count on all. Yep! Just just give me one second. I, I think my shoes got taken by your couch. Again? Ugh. I thought those guys known to call last week were supposed to have fixed that. You know what they say, Lizzie. You can defang a couch, but you can't take away its hidden tentacles. I think that's just something you made up to fit this situation. That's really specific, Vicky. Okay, you got me there. So, um, could you help me with the shoes? Yeah, of course. Great. Oh, sorry. Let me just turn this. Well, uh, that's certainly interesting. Not, not exactly what I was expecting, but... Expectation is simply the foggy veil we cast around ourselves to create the image of memory of hope. Things of which we have forgotten. I think I'm going to go now. So, from my timeline to yours, this is Radio Other. <laughs>